Did you clap? I did clap. Wonderful. Now that we've clapped mm -hmm. uh, our hands, we're going to clap the cheeks on this episode. It's <laughs> uh, the, the all Texas all top episode. clapping community college funding cheeks. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, <laughs> this is already falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dennis. Texas is constantly falling apart, and the only good system that we have is the community colleges because it's the only way that you can get an education in Texas. So, of course... Mm. Anything good must, of course, be torn down by blatant capitalism. Mm -hmm. uh, the higher education, the state higher education leaders are pushing for these changes for co community colleges funding to be tied to their performance as colleges face greater workforce demands and financial pressure. Uh, interesting. Um, that's in stark contrast to here in California, where the first two years are free. Um, you do have to pick a major, but like they're kind of chill about it you could just be like a liberal liberal arts major and then be like yeah you know i'm gonna transfer after two years um i i still feel like everything should still be free but like uh yeah th this sounds uh, a little bit worse um dennis gavin newsom is dumb not stupid ah <laughs> uh, that is that is the difference i think it was actually jerry brown <laughs> like if abbott wanted to really stay in office he'd just be like hey if you're a texan and you were and you can prove you were born in Texas, mm -hmm. then you can go to Lone Star College two years for free. Oh, see, actually, see, I have a, I have a story about a Texas college. I don't know if this is true or not, but my dad, my dad is Texan. He is from Texas, Tejas, San Antonio specifically. Um, yeah. Shout out to San Antonio. Um, and I've heard that uh, a family friend of his, all of like he got to go to college and all of his uh you know children get to go to college for free because they were one of the first mexicans killed at the alamo Interesting. yeah their family was like that's, i don't uh... know if that's true or not though but that's interesting i don't uh it, that still doesn't seem like it's very helpful when you get a you know college education in texas um it's only a Texas college right. education. That's why it's free. <laughs> this is how much could it possibly be? Worth? I don't want to be smart. Like Texas has some very well-educated people, but like you know, this the best that we have is Texas A and M, and the reason why I'm going to say this podcast is not an example of that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rude! You're too. Hey, look, hey look. you dropped out of college. So did Kelton. Yeah, because the colleges are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Bo did you too. You don't go to college. All, literally, literally, all college dropouts. Texas is a big, is a big, the biggest state of college dropouts that went to work in the oil field because it pays fucking better to work in the goddamn oil field. Yeah, and, and it does to go go to college for four years and then what? Be working as a teacher at HCC, <laughs> and then one day in 2022, the the fucking dean comes in and says, "Look, everyone." competition comes for us all and we got to compete with the best i just uh, <laughs> I, I just don't know what you mean by like competing in like community college community college is full of 18 year olds who are like learning not to pick their nose in public yeah like and trying to figure out like you know <laughs> like am i an adult do i get to do adult things i don't get to drink but i do get to sign this big huge like i get to sign this big huge loan like it, like tech like not tech not just texas but all of like col community colleges full of fuck-ups like 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 Look, I, what, I, what I think this means is that if your community college system hasn't gotten a corporate sponsor yet like lone star system has like chevron bp exxon 
every other uh, oil and gas company, mm-hmm. like knocking knocking their doors down to fund engineering buildings on their campuses, like then you just shouldn't exist because I mean, what, what are you actually doing if you aren't, uh, you know, contributing to 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 the real industry in Texas? I don't know. See, is that better or worse than my community college, which was funded by Pepsi and Viacom? I, I mean, you know, who's killing who's killing the country faster and in more measurable ways? Nickelodeon, of course. Nickelodeon, of course. That's right. Those... Where did they dump all that slime when they're done with it, huh? No one will ever know. <laughs> no one will know until they listen to this tell-all mm-hmm. that we have coming up next. Psychic Dolphin Garage. Welcome to another episode from the Psychic Dolphin Garage. I'm Zach Heathay. I'm Dennis. Also Heathay. It's he and they in the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, National LG- LGBT Center Awareness Day. We want to thank all of our LGBT centers for providing for providing services to the youths and to the not youths. Yeah. See, it's it's uh, it's perfect that Kelton was not here today, and that I had to step up. Um, to fill in be- the gays and the days because it's the gays and the days day, the gays and the days yes. day. <laughs> I haven't podcasted in a while. You have to forgive me. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Well, um, as you know, the Psychic Dolphin Garage is also an LGBT uh, awareness center, or is it an LGBT center? Yeah. Uh, the center of the LGBT universe. We like to claim. Well, no, but... no, no. We're an awareness center. We want you to be aware that you know homosexuals exist. Um, we're not going to do anything about it, but you know, gays, theys, transes, bises, they all exist. Lesbians, they're here. Mm-hmm. Be aware of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. They're here. They're queer. Mm-hmm coming to a neighborhood near you yeah is it in what's in your garage <laughs> i have a story about um uh, a couple of because i have you ever been to an lgbt center uh zacharias i i don't think so oh see i have i've been to the two that are well there's three in my general vicinity there's um the uh there's LA uh, LGBT Center. There's Long Beaches because Long Beach likes to pretend they're not part of LA, but they really are. They're part of LA County, but you know whatever. And then there's OCs. Um, so I've been to LA's and OCs. I've never been to Long Beaches. Um, and LA has LA's has like a little playhouse next to it, which is really fun. And I got to see a uh, performance of Call of Cthulhu there. Um, Oh, yeah. And uh, also got some free condoms because they were handing them outside um, because they're right next to the LGBT center. So they're just handing out free condoms. It was like, okay, cool. Um, okay. I I uh, can deal. Yeah. And there was also like, I loved that uh, that performance of it though, because it was like, there's like a big, huge Cthulhu puppet at the end. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, Hell yeah. But then the, the OC, I have to, I have to call you out. OC uh, LGBT center. If you're listening, um, uh, L- the OC LGBT Center is very far away from uh, most parts of Orange County. It's in the center in Santana, uh, which is like the county seat. Um, and it has like mm-hmm. two campuses, uh, not near each other. They're about a mile apart, um, which uh, walking in the hot sun of Southern California's summers is not fun. But um, Sam and I, my roommate, if you don't remember the recurring character of Sam... 
uh, from the mm-hmm. old episodes. Um, Sam and I went, uh, we went to the OC LGBT center once to try and, uh, cause the, we'd heard that they had like a D and D night and it was like, okay, cool. Let's, let's go play some D and D with some gays. Um, so we show up and the place is like empty and we like go knocking around. They're like, oh, you have to go to the other center. That's like in downtown. We go there. That place is like completely closed. Not only is it closed, but it's like locked up. And we're like, what the fuck? And it says that it's open. And then they're, while we're waiting there, there's this girl sitting there, um, like, at the steps. Um, clearly, she is, uh, she's homeless, and she's trans. Uh, but she was like, hey, do you know if this is the place where I'm supposed to be? Uh, because there was supposed to be a, a laser hair removal clinic there uh, at that day for trans youths. and Well, not just trans youths, but trans people. Um, yeah. And we're like no and so we like tried calling to see if they could open up or something no one was there even though their facebook event page said that they were having both of these events that day we're like what the fuck is going on here so then she asked us where the oh. bus uh the bus to the literal other side of the county like i'm i'm not joking like oh hours God. uh you know it would take hours to get there she's like oh do you know if this bus goes there it's like i i could look it up really quick and it it did um so she just, just was on her way. I was like, what the fuck? This sucks. So anyway, OC, uh, LGBT center, step your pussy up. Because that shit's it's not going to fly. Great concept, but I feel like you got to <laughs> deliver. You got you got something to prove still. <laughs> oh, oh, and I have to also mention the, the D&D uh, event is called uh, Theater of the Mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Critical role. Theater of the Mind. Uh-huh. Such... So such useful informative uh names for these things everyone mm-hmm. is, is using yes um uh, you know uh something we can finally agree on unlike twitter who seems to disagree on whether or not we are invading or intervening in haiti yeah <laughs> um i would like to know as well um because on the outset um you know american intervention in haiti it looks like an invasion. Um, I, I mean, most most <laughs> intervention looks like invasion, especially when you're like literally rolling marines out of landing. Ships. Like, like here's the thing: I'm going to call this an invasion, regardless. I just want to know the story the the story that we're supposed to be told and understood as the quote unquote real story. You know, the the official one by the United States government, so that I can be like, well, that's bullshit. But no one seems to be even completely aware of why we're there or what's happening i mean it's like the un is supposed to be like ooh, the global interventionist like arm so that everybody has to agree in order for us to go in and like we're definitely not doing bad things with guns we're just you know providing what's what's the term uh aid uh uh yeah what kind of uh, I forget what kind of like what kind of aid do they call it? It's like oh uh, oh my god, you're right. The the new the new term that was invented for 2022 speci- for like yeah, there's like a specific like hostile kind of aid. aid or something or like weaponry. Oh like what are the the invented term for Ukraine? Oh my god, I can't remember. Um, 
uh, because we had to stop talking about Ukraine on the podcast. Uh, so it totally... <laughs> NPR rep- yeah, that's true. <laughs> NPR reports the U.S. and Canada sent armored vehicles and other supplies to Haiti on Saturday to help police fight a powerful gang amid a pending request from the Haitian government for the immediate deployment of foreign troops. Okay, so there... Uh, the, the, the Haitian government has been overthrown... Not overthrown, but like usurped by someone who was not elected. Right. And of course, the democracy is upset at that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the U.S. is not in the business of supporting democracy right. in other countries. So the thing is, it's kind of fucked because the uh, the previous president um, that or the the president that is supposed to be in power is a U.S. backed president. Um, there there may have may or may not have been some meddling in Haiti's election, like there always fucking is in Haiti's elections by the United States. Or- you know, some sort of, like, assassination may not right. happen that definitely may or may not have been done by the U.S. Either way, you know, hey, look, this is this is NPR, and we think that it's best that there is no conflict ever. And anywhere that there is conflict, right. that we aren't in control of it, we should be there to control the conflict, because that's what we're good at. But this kind of stuff happens. I mean, this is basically, like, what happened in, uh, you know, uh, Afghanistan is... The United States has created this power vacuum uh, for, mm-hmm. um, you know, w- w- like gangs or what can legitimately be called terrorist groups that are. Or, or, or even just like the military. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else has yeah. essentially p- bought out the military because they happen to know like right. enough of the families that they can just get backing from the military. It still does work that way. Like we're we're literally just. You know, we've we've reinvented the Roman Caesar. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going out with the armies and then coming home and being like, oh, I'm Caesar now. Right. I mean, the, and this is going to continue to happen with the United States, like, waving said big stick um, because, the, like, the, because it's in it's ultimately not that big of a deal for the United States Army to deal with, like, in Haiti, what we're mostly assuming is some sort of, like, very powerful but you know it gang but it's still it a gang essentially, yeah, essentially like under under armored i mean right. you drop a couple humvees and some yeah carriers and you've got you've got the uh you've got the what is it the the lapd right nypd could literally like just detach <laughs> just detach a battalion of cops well and, and then you know and and the thing is that that wouldn't be un unlike that nypd because they have international police departments don't forget that. Oh God! Oh God! Okay. Yeah, they have right, like anti-terrorist right. uh, like groups, or you know, they like you know offices outside of the United States. It's like, what? You have no jurisdiction here. You're the fucking NYPD. So I'm actually wouldn't be surprised if the United States deployed some uh, members of NYPD over to Haiti for this sort of thing. We've been talking for a couple weeks about how he's about to fuck up. How the Democrats like literally cannot. They, they literally cannot uh, fumble this bag. And it looks like his uh, his uh, top uh, his top donor, Sam Bankman Fried, uh, who is between the latest fundraising period, he topped the donor list, the million dollar contribution is under uh, is under examination by the Texas State Securities Board, who's trying to figure out whether he whether or not his company has been offering unregistered securities. To residents through its <clears throat> yield-bearing cryptocurrency accounts. Oh my god! I don't know what that means, but it sounds 
uh, it sounds pretty serious <laughs> because yep. his company went under. So he's basically being under investigation for fraud, and he's like a top Democrat donor. So Big Beto is making their move. Oh my God, like leave it to a Texan Democrat to get into crypto. <laughs> the rest of the state already is like, right. The ship, the ship has sailed for Texas. Like Beto might as well get a crypto billionaire on his team. At least. Well, I mean, but not any, God not damn. a billionaire anymore. The crypto's all going down the fucking tank right now. It's like, <laughs> it's, like it, it's it's very funny. It is very funny that like the Democrats in in Texas just like I don't know what it is. Nate, like nationally, Democrats somehow still seem to squeak by, even with the. Uh, you know, the barest minimum of things. But in Texas, it's like... We're losing ground either right, way. It, it's a, it's, like, an, it's a, like an exercise in futility for Beto to even, like, appear on top of a, you know, on top of someone's, like, you know, luncheon table or something. Because yeah, because like, <laughs> the, the, the... no one... He can't win. <laughs> the Republican candidate could literally be, like, a wet sponge. But as long as it, like says a fascist thing be better than beta <laughs> as long as it, it says be... a fascist thing it's going to get <laughs> it's going to get elected above beto he just he can't yeah. win in this state i they gotta he's gotta admit it he's gotta it's too late but he really needs to admit it can, they really need to find someone else to be their poster boy can he just be like a mayor or something oh god or maybe like I, could he just like be on no you know what he could like uh he could be the coach of like a little league team. I, th- I feel like I feel like that's the thing that he's most capable. I mean, he's perfect too. He'll bring his own table to like cheer on his, you know, his mm-hmm. his his kids. It's perfect. He would be really good as like a district representative of some district that he could really get behind, like get behind him, mm-hmm. because then he would be like visible all the time, and he could be like one of those people that goes and gets all the seventeen of these other candidates that are actually really good. And then makes them really visible, right? Just by being around him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, 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 I honestly do wonder how well Beto would do. Well, I mean, we know that how well he did on a national level. It's not good because he's like, yeah. he's like, he's like the, the worst dem. Like he's a very weak Democrat. But like, I, like I think that's all the Texas can turn out. Right. Like, the liberals, liberal, like the liberal ideology again is like so so like it's it's built it's like out of the root you know it's it's the same branch off it's a branch off the same tree right. that it's just like what what does he actually not support you know he just doesn't say fascist things and yeah that's the best i mean the for. fact that beto even has like a spanish nickname and that's not that's not getting him enough points like that doesn't make him like that doesn't make him like beto. cowboy enough uh, like <laughs> speaking of cowboys dennis let's do a quick roundup of stories from this week oh that's a good one mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh here uh starbucks is being sued for accusing union unionized workers of assault and kidnapping oh a what move, a police a police investigation did not immediately listen to the Karen claiming that she had been violently kidnapped and her minimum wage workers begged for raises. <laughs> what? I, the cops, the, the store manager was presented with a letter from the workers demanding uh, raises. Right, right. Uh-huh. She later called the cops, said that she had been kidnapped and her life had been threatened. Uh-huh. The police surprisingly did a full investigation, <laughs> did not find any evidence to support that claim. <laughs> Starbucks corporate then handed down some 
thing where they were like, you intimidated our mother <laughs> and made her feel uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And we're punishing you for that. And that's illegal. Right. That's that's very illegal. I mean, <laughs> but also just like wild. This is, this is the, just, just the next step. Like we all saw that thing with all the managers like crying. Right. On that, on that video call. Uh huh. Is the next logical step is all. Yeah, like you're just making shit up. Just be like, uh, I was uh, abducted. Um, they shoved probed me. They, they probed. They me. shoved needles into my fingernails. Uh, they healed back. Uh-huh. They were very small needles. <laughs> they made me eat uh, garbage. <laughs> that that is a hazing ritual when you work at a uh, at a yeah yeah they, they a, dumped the they dumped the like you know the the thing that catches all the like overflow from the from the syrups they no, like dumped they, that into a cup and made me drink yeah it. no they do do that or they like when like with the espresso puck comes out um they'll like oh. they'll put a they'll put a, like a little dollop of whipped cream on it and they'll hand it to like the newbie and they're like oh it's like a cake for you because you're doing so well and then people will eat it I didn't though because That's... I'm vegan so I was like oh I'm not gonna have that. That's kind of that's kind of funny. I'm glad that I'm glad that we can continue the hazing. the ritual of hazing <laughs> right. new workers. But um, as long as they don't demand ratings. Yeah, this is the most fucking wild. How could you? This is just okay. So I just I just finished watching a very very bad Ryan Murphy television show called The Watcher, um, and this just sounds like um, this sounds like it's like a a story out of there. It don't watch The Watcher. It's a very bad. Uh, Ryan Murphy show, but it's like you know everyone's making up, uh, you know these fake stories about being harassed, um, just like this. <laughs> well, yeah. So speaking of demanding raises, um, uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm a you know I'm a very big uh, Nintendo fan, and I really do. Uh, I really I really like the uh, the Bayonetta series. Bayonetta three is coming out. Everyone was very surprised to hear that Helena Taylor was not returning to voice Bayonetta, even though she has done so in the past two games. Um, And this is because Helena Taylor was uh, asking for more money. Um, She Uh, was... Like, like, you know, uh Bayonetta's a big enough series, right? Sure, she was asking for, like, you know, something substantial. Like, she was going to be paid, like, you know... $60,000 $60,000 plus like royalties or something. Right? right. But she also, she wasn't getting those. <laughs> she wasn't getting royalties. Um, Nintendo has this uh, tendency to not use uh, union voice actors, which are very common here in the United States, uh, but not very common over in Japan, which is why Smash Bros uh, has mostly uh, Japanese voice actors for a lot of the characters um, or just reused lines from older games. Um, Helena Taylor uh, revealed in a tweet, uh, uh, in a Twitter thread, that she uh, was only going to be compensated uh, about $4,000 for her uh, for her voice work in Bayonetta 3 when she was given the, the offer. Uh, and uh, $4,000 per session, and there was maybe going to be about uh, three to five sessions for her to record all of her lines, um, which is, like, on average about 15 k uh, and I believe she lives here in Los Angeles, uh, which is just not enough to live. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people uh, were upset. They retweeted that. Um, and Hideki Kamiya, the man who created the Bay- Bayonetta series, basically just blocked everyone. Uh, he blocked so many people that he actually got his 
Twitter account suspended because of bot activity. Uh, I, oh my God. I was actually one of the people that was blocked as well. Um, he does have his, uh, his account back, and it seems like he may have uh, spread a rumor, which turns out to be kind of true, that Helena Taylor is actually not that innocent of a person herself. She um, is into, like, Blue Lives Matter and she follows some transphobes on uh, on Twitter and some other right-wingers. Um, so I'm now, uh, just like Karl Marx himself, uh, full of contradictions. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about this entire situation, and I am still blocked by Hideki Kamiya, so I feel like I will never be uh, completely okay with how I feel about this. Um, but this was just huh. a funny, weird thing that... Um, I still do think that uh, this uh, transphobic Blue Lives Matter person should probably be paid uh, well and represented by her uh, union, but I would also hope that the union uh, calls any kind of activity like that, um, and the union should know better um, than God, just letting people be transphobic. Yeah, definitely, definitely please like pay your voice actors, but... Um, yeah, I, the temptation to let it simply slide. <laughs> right. Like, here's the thing. Am I going to boycott? I don't know. I really don't know how much me not buying a $60 game is going to change uh, what has happened. Um, also, apparently, um, uh, Japanese companies are a lot like United uh, American companies, which means that if the game does not do well, uh, a lot of people might just go end up being fired. So I did. Like, rock in a hard place with this one for me, uh, especially since I want to play the game. <laughs> nice. Nintendo, definitely a comfy game that does not survive off of nostalgia alone. No. Uh-uh. Uh, Mario's head definitely. is definitely on the guillotine uh, once the revolution comes. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mario. We're taking your goddamn IP, whether or not you like it. And by Mario, we mean Chris Pratt. Oh my God! Let's not even get into that. We're not doing a we're not doing a Patreon episode, so we don't get to talk about that. But I could go on forever about that. Uh, speaking of something we wish would disappear, apparently billions of snow crabs have disappeared from Alaskan waters. The state of Alaska has canceled right the snow crab harvest uh -huh. for the first time due to due due to a I almost said traumatic. It says dramatic, but it is a traumatic 90% decline in population. Yeah, I feel like traumatic is also um, very apt of a word because uh, a billion of any species just gone does does havoc to the ecosystem, for sure. Billions. Yeah. Oh, billion. even just a billion, but yes, billions. In 2018, there were around 8 billion snow crabs scuttling along the floor of the Bering Sea. Last year, that number fell to just 1 billion. Y'all need to stop eating crabs. Y'all need to stop doing it. Uh, I, honestly, I mean, like, I, I like crab, but I don't eat it more than once every other year, even, maybe. Well, okay. I'm like, I'll just have, like, some crab legs as part of something else. Like, I don't... I. I'm, we're not rich enough to afford to go eat, you know, crab four times a year. Right. I mean, there's 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 many things like, uh, you know, uh, there's many things that could be pointing to this. Obviously, climate change is a huge one, but our uh, the water's warming. Yeah, our our also incredibly unsustainable way of harvesting crabs. Um, it's devastating to the bottom of the ocean uh, to harvest these crabs. Um, and it the way the the nets that they use the trapping that they do like it's, we've all seen the TV shows and it's yeah 
mm-hmm. it's it's pretty bad all around um and we that's this kind of the scary thing is that we don't really know what will um what what, what will come of this because um snow crabs are an integral part of their ecosystem just like any <laughs> anything so what does this what gave mean way that it was global warming dennis the fact that they're crabs or the fact that snow is <laughs> in game, something that no longer exists something i've never seen snow i don't know what that is uh, i think literally <laughs> north texas is about to be like 30 40 degree weather so the, we're about to have our first like cold front which means that like the arctic circle is dumping all of its mm-hmm. that's well that's its, where the uh, snow crabs chilled <laughs> air into the into the equator so that it loses its cold uh-huh, no the snow crabs are actually going to come raining down in north texas <laughs> you know like when like when people are like i don't know the the fish and the frogs are falling in the rain like i like it's that sort of thing but it's gonna be crabs this time they're fucking black ops. They're black ops crap. Oh yeah, black ops lobsters. <laughs> they're gonna be parachuting into Texas to, uh, uh, I I don't know. They're gonna be they're gonna be dive bombing all the, uh, all the cryptocurrency mines. Oh, are they gonna like cut the? Uh, they're gonna cut the cords. They're just, with their little pincers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. We're we're vulnerable. You know, there's like there's like three places that you could cut us off, and 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 half the state would be out of power. So yeah. I mean, and and that's just because that's just because how how horribly designed the Texas uh, power grid is, uh, cut off from literally the rest of the United States. Um, everyone always talks about like <laughs> everyone always talks about like oh we need to be energy independent, and it's like motherfucker, if if like one terrorist went and attacked like one place, we could they could really they could seriously fuck up the entire economy and kill millions of people. So oh, you yeah. know, I mean oh, like worry about your own yard maybe. Yeah, Californians love to talk about going independent, like being an independent co- country, uh, because we would have like the fifth uh biggest economy in the entire world. Or like the twelfth or something like something ridiculous. However, we mm-hmm. are missing something um very integral, uh water. We have none. We have no water, so um, you know. Again, a a terrorist attack to one of the few sources of water that we get, like the Colorado River or like the Hoover Dam. Mm-hmm. You know, we, yep. we like the entire West Coast. Uh, you know, from Nevada all the way down to San Diego, will be just like we'll just be without water. We'll all die. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. don't get any ideas, terrorists. This wasn't like a how-to, by the way. <laughs> this is not a how-to. This is not a how-to. Please, please. Please, I like water. I need it. Uh, speaking of going out and getting our own shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to go get your own fucking groceries, folks. Go get your own goddamn groceries. That's it. Uh-huh. You or Everyone is, if you listen to this podcast, you're banned from uh, using the using any shopping services you're banned from using the, the pickup services from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Well, see, you're, I, uh, you're not allowed. I come to you podcast with this story. Uh, it's not really a story. It's I, I've only bringing you Twitter drama because that's the stuff that I could find. Let's go. That's the stuff that I could find. But also because this was just fucking hilarious. Um, the, should I say their name? I'm not going to get, uh, I'm not going to give their name. Anyway, someone tweeted out. Um, I'll, maybe I'll like put a link to it. I don't know. Someone tweeted out, uh, my last time using grocery delivery, and I uh, got a man. He started refunding stuff that I knew dang well on uh, the store had. I was so pissed, I got in the car and went to the store he was at, and bruh was literally standing in one aisle on the phone. Um, To which Jorts the cat replied, idea, colon, go get your own groceries. Now, 
that's a funny little thing to say to a story that definitely did not happen. Like this was just this was fake. This person who said this is a oh they're a public person. Never mind. Their name is uh, Queen Vige. They're a publicist and co-founder of the Queen uh, Dom BBTX. So I don't know. I don't know what the like uh, or maybe Queendom. Queendom? Queendom? Dude, not Queendom. Queendom. Are you sure? Because I would be into it being like Kingdom. Que- oh no no Queendom? I yeah Queendom? no I see. It's like a it's like a yeah. uh, no it's a beauty shop. Okay, it's a mobile beauty in, shop in in Dallas in Dallas Texas. Okay, so this is you know again a Texas story. Oh, Very good. Perfect. Well, anyway. Oh God. I mean, I mean, definitely, definitely made up. You definitely did not. Yeah, you definitely were not brave enough to to go to the store and confront. Right. Your There's a secret shop. Yeah. Unless you were, in which case, then more questions. Then go to the fucking store yourself. But anyway. Idea. Go get your own groceries, George. This is a common problem. Some of us can't go get our own groceries, whether <laughs> due to time or health. Right. But like this person, this uh, this uh, Queen Vige, the publicist and co-founder of Queendom BBTX. Um, clearly has the time and the means to go to the grocery store herself. Um, uh, <laughs> I really love Bo's response to this. Bo tweeted earlier uh, today, the gig app industry invented disabilities to sell more groceries. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Fucking, which is true. All this is, all this is shit. Like, like uh-huh. there, you can't, you, like, like you can't flatten this down because like, obviously like it's good that people with disabilities, you know, uh, they, they weren't happy feeding us pharmaceuticals. They had to, you know, neurodegenerate our muscles, compromise our immune systems <laughs> and like, you know, make us make us reliant on wheelchairs or some bullshit i i, I don't know what the fuck you expect disabled people to do right if they can't well you know if they're using a service that literally benefits them well but it's also like if you are using a service that is like convenient to you why are you all up in some worker's butthole right so there's there's like a lot of things going on here like this this is at no point did jorts say don't use these if you're disabled um i you know i follow jorts i think that they would be uh, very okay with someone disabled using uh, this this these services because uh, you know all of the union delivery jobs yeah. are gone now. Thanks. Oh god. <laughs> Thanks, gig economy. <laughs> but it's it it's been litigated over and over again on Twitter, and it's just like people that were you know did not see it last year are going to see it this year, mm-hmm. and we're going to relitigate it every fucking year for all of eternity. That like. Yeah, no, if you're if you're not using this because like you need to, then and you're just using it as an opportunity to harass workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they're not your servants. You don't get to just go and do this. I I think That's the that's the entire thing that capitalism is built on though, is making people feel like they're going to use a service that's going to be the same as going out there and doing it themselves. Yeah, they're little baby bosses or whatever. Bo- they're little boss babies. That's what they are. Bosses. It, it's it's you know it's it's turtles all the way down. Uh-huh. It's bosses all the way down. But um, it's the <laughs> it's, 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 it's literally a Dimension Twenty, um, the uh, Starstruck Odyssey. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> one of the one of the characters. Uh, one of the characters is part of like an Avon. Like, oh my god. Uh, pyramid scheme uh-huh. they sell a uh, pleasure putty oh my god i and i'm pretty sure that siobhan literally like says like it's just bosses all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> well uh someone replied uh the tweety mutant who is a uh, instructor at lungar college 
replied to this said, under capitalism, disabled people are often sparkle emoji, forced sparkle emoji, to be complicit in harmful labor practices, whereas the left has sparkle emoji, emoji a choice sparkle emoji, about being complicit in ableism. Um, it, uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I don't think that saying that this, this publicist and co-founder of a company should buy their own fucking groceries has anything to do with this. We understand this, but also... Also, like, litigating this is like, oh, wow, um, disabled people are forced to use these services that make it better? We're all it's forced like, to use these. We're, we're all, f- all forced to use every service that makes our lives easier. Yes. Because we're... Forced in the sense that, like, there are not many other options. I'm not gonna say that, like, you... Like, you have to get Instacart, know. but, like... Yeah. But, like, you also or, have to use the grocery store, which is another form of labor exploitation. Like, like again, turtle all, turtles all the way down with this one. Yeah. There's, there, no, there, nobody's right here. We're all, we're all equally wrong, and the least you can do is not be shitty to work. Right. But the idea that saying this is ableist is, like, that meme of someone being, like, saying, I like waffles, and another person replying, oh, so you hate pancakes. It's like no, that's a whole different sentence. You came up with that yourself. That's that's a completely uh, different thought, and that's basically all Twitter is: is someone saying one thing, and then someone being, like, but this personally offends me. Someone someone replied or someone replied with this this tweet: Hi, most annoying person here you've ever encountered. I noticed this post you wrote in three seconds doesn't line up with every experience I've ever had. This is extremely harmful to me, the main character of the universe. but this is exactly like this is exactly what twitter is is like people are like but i'm i'm the author of this page i'm the author of this book twitter.com today so everything has to be about me in this very moment so if this doesn't align with the stories that i've told myself well, that's just wrong. And it's like, well, just it fucking is, get off I'm Twitter. Do not confront me with the fact that uh, I actually desire to live inside of a bubble created by social media um, and, and that nothing outside of that bubble can ever harm me because it's not real. Well, see, here's the thing. If you continue to make that bubble just you posting thirst traps, then that's fine. I will go ahead and contribute to that fantasy. But you need to keep up your end of the that's bargain, true. okay? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. No. I, I've been posting. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I post. Goddammit! I'm in the mines every day, swinging the swinging the sledgehammer to break the coal out, and then and then rough it into a diamond, and then post it on Twitter. <laughs> I know. I'm just busting your balls because it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. <laughs> on the behalf of uh, Mr. Peanuts Investment. Uh, uh, security and law firm. We would like to thank our patrons for October. Uh, thank you, Scott, Tim, Jorge, Freighter LVD, Rufus, Nonimal Rat, Eli, Malwin, Olive, Lotion Wizard, Alex, Lizzie, Brubes, ASM Marxist, Phil, Dylan, Kira, Cody, Comrade Kometka, Nicole, Pizza Poss, Drew, CJ, Jacob, Philip, and the Humidifier. Your contributions are supporting our work all across the globe and the good that we will do throughout all of history. All right, okay. Dennis. All right, get laid, laid on fun. me. Laid on me. I'm here. This is, this, is a, this is the big one. This is the big story. This is our. This is what's happening. This is the thing that's gonna 
It's going to change lives mm-hmm. in Texas today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. and for at least yep. two days after that before something else comes out and changes lives in Texas. Right. Irrevocably. <laughs> irreversibly. Yeah, we get to um, we get to talk about the second most annoying uh, politician in Texas. <laughs> in the state. Thank you, Texas Tribune, for contributing this to our lovely, lovely podcast. We promise that... Uh, uh, this has just been a gold to mine. do nothing but say good things about you, yeah. li- as it says in our agreement. Yeah, the Texas Tribune has just been lo- literally a gold mine for this this podcast. It's it's produced some some god awful stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Governor Greg Abbott says states should fund distribution of medication that can reverse opioid overdose. Okay, I'm 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 with you there. I'm with you. The war on fentanyl has made it to, to Texas. Enough cops have finally pulled the possum routine that Governor <laughs> Abbott has decided to give them all personal Narcan <laughs> kits to carry with themselves twenty four seven. Oh, so it's not for peop- It's not for people who are suffering or well, ODA. You know, while not detailing how the distribution might be funded, Abbott said the medication Narcan should be distributed to law enforcement agencies as well as some hospitals and schools. Okay, wait, but why? Why only some hospitals where people I, are ODing or schools so where kids are ODing? Is, so I'll keep reading on this, but like the takeaways from this are <laughs> this is more dumb war on drugs bullshit. Obviously. This ties fully into the billions of dollars that have been wasted on quote unquote border security. Mm-hmm. Well, And this is 100% like, like copaganda about how dangerous well see i really and not about how dangerous opiate Uh addiction is even though like the 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 opiate family got sued to death and they got away with it because yeah they're just they're just six shell companies in a trench coat right well i was hoping that this actually did go to you know cops actually giving it out to to people because i know uh, with the Patreon money, we bought you know at least seventeen thousand dollars worth of uh, of fentanyl to be given out uh, as candy on Halloween, uh, you know, all across the state of Texas. So I was really hoping that that you know, and yeah, and of course this is a, this is all. If you get this is, a psychic Jolly Rancher, yeah. then it's either been laced with LSD or fentanyl. And we also we only have like uh, you know literally a handful of them because seventeen thousand dollars worth of fentanyl is not a lot of fentanyl. <laughs> It's expensive. It's expensive, folks. I would Google how much it costs on the street, but I also don't want to be caught by the FBI looking well, up I'm such gonna silly Google things. I'm going to Google how much it costs on the street because I yeah, you're white. You not, can... I'm already on a list. Yeah, you're white. You won't get shot. Probably. It's less likely. Probably. I have long hippie ass hair. So. Yeah, but you have it up in a bun. Uh, that's true. When they come, I do have to put it up in a bun just to make sure. Governor, <laughs> that's true. Governor Greg Abbott on Monday said the state should fund the distribution of an overdose reversal medication to help curb the growing number of opioid-related deaths. I, I During a press conference at the Department of Public Safety headquarters in Beaumont, mm-hmm. the governor blamed President <laughs> Joe Biden's border policies for allowing an influx of fentanyl, uh-huh. a synthetic opioid that has contributed to a nationwide increase in overdose deaths, but... In a marked shift from his previous laser focus on border security, Abbott said the state should begin funding distribution of Narcan, a drug that reverses and blocks the effects of opioids, including fentanyl. Right. That's not terrible. No, but also blaming 
Biden's border policy when uh, fentanyl was also here under Trump. And also, um, you can't blame immigrants. Uh, you have to blame, you know, CEOs of opioid companies. But whatever, sure. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> regardless of, w w without an actual plan, Abbott said that the bottom line is this is something we have to distribute across the state of Texas. Uh -huh. We need to look for the areas where fentanyl is found most predominantly and make sure Narcan is easily available there. That would be that would be good. Uh huh. Oh my god. I I just I just got the thought in my head. Uh, because, um, because you and I both know that Narcan works like literally the instant that you, you use it. Um, yeah. So when cops use it, it's because they're having a panic attack, uh, and it doesn't. So yeah. they go through like five fucking things of Narcan. So I just imagined them going hat in hand to, uh, Greg Abbott again and just saying like, please sir, can I have some more? of narcan and then he just like just like puts it into their little hat and then they go back um to just like, uh, like to just no, snort no, no, what's it gonna again happen is they're they're actually gonna like all all of the all the uh opiate overdoses that occur in officers are gonna suck up all of the narcan and they're gonna have to like write fake reports about how many overdoses they've stopped and then they become <laughs> asked for more oh oh it's like what we did in like fucking uh you know student leadership in college where we're like yeah we totally used all of the funds uh we had like a party or whatever and instead actually bought like fucking <laughs> we bought drinks for a party off campus <laughs> <laughs> because we had to use all of the funds otherwise <laughs> otherwise we wouldn't get as much next year <laughs> like that <laughs> oh my god yes yeah, we did do yeah. that and use it or use it use it or lose it uh -huh. <laughs> so I, the cops had to use all the opium uh, i don't know that i don't know i i wasn't i was not the treasurer so i didn't know that that happened um also i made up that story mm -hmm. it was a lie because <laughs> i don't know if the statute of limitations of that kind of a crime is over but yeah it was a lie uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Lying to the college does not feel like does not feel like a crime. Um, <laughs> That's stealing. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Greg Abbott is taking like the smallest single step in the right direction. Right. This isn't necessarily a bad thing. Meanwhile, a federally funded state program called More Narcan Please <laughs> that gives out the life saving drug for free ran out of money in January, in part due to high demand. Oh my god. I, I According to the CDC, uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 107,000 people died from overdoses in 2021, mm -hmm. a 15% increase from 2020. From April 2021 to April 2022, 4,839 Texans died of a drug-related overdose. Oh a 63.4% increase in fatalities over the last three years based on CDC estimates. Jesus Christ. The CDC, like, you know, as helpful as, as they have been in, like, you know, getting vaccines out to people for COVID, um, they've also been god-awful. Um, how do you just run out? Like, I get that there's a high... But we're the fucking United States. Like, go make some more. Go just... The federal funding is just not there. Like, Joe Biden had to spend that money on student loans instead. Th ah, that's not even true! Because <laughs> you and I both know that that went to fucking local cops to become even more militarized. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, no. It, it's oh. literally a federally funded program that just ran out of funds God. like i i guess i guess they only review that every three years or something because yeah i mean this probably that's what greg abbott should be doing is 
funding that program from state funds. Right. This probably ran out of the but money. But for the past few months, mm-hmm. Abbott has focused on the U.S.-Mexico border, investing millions of dollars of in Operation Lone Star. Uh-huh. You know, he recently declared Mexican cartels that produce and traffic fentanyl to be terrorist organizations and called on the president to do the same. I mean, that would be fair if such a thing could be proven to exist like in such a demand that like it actually is a threat to the united states yeah cartels are terrorists and it's time we started treating them that way abbott said on the that's a loaded fucking statement Uh uh-huh not only that but this is ignoring the whole fact like why are there cartels could it be because of the war on drugs here in the united states making you know weed a schedule one drug even though it's like safer than alcohol creating a huge demand of it (laughs) So if you actually examine the free market, then you'll see that in free market theory, where there's demand, there will be supply. Oh, <laughs> and where there's oh, no, no, demand, this, there will be billions of dollars. This is no, this is the free market working exactly how it's supposed to. Um, because capitalism is terrorism, and yes, cartels have happened because of our war on drugs. God, it's uh, it's it's literally the um. <laughs> literally i was i saw some clip from uh ozark i don't know if you you probably don't watch ozark no i am aware of uh, the ozark area is it's in um uh, not in alabama no it's it's in arkansas that's where a whole bunch of ufos stuff happens right yeah uh definitely not just people really really high. yeah arkansas missouri <laughs> arkansas missouri uh-huh arkansas um yeah, the Ozarks, the Ozark TV show is like a, it's it's I think it's like vanilla Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. um, but one like in this little dialogue, the little kid is telling his teacher like, do you know how big, the, uh, how much the GDP is just like drug dealing? <laughs> because not only does money like go out and support cartels, but it's yeah. also they're also that also means that all those drugs that are coming in are traded in the United States. Right, so a massive portion <laughs> of our GDP is actually just people hooked on drugs and if fentanyl is you know fentanyl is you know a better value for someone then that's why that's just the that's the free market baby but don't do fentanyl oh my god and if you're if you're having if you're having a uh you know trouble with opioids uh please seek help fentanyl patches apparently cost 40 dollars per pill that's a lot per dose rather sorry uh, oh, a dose. Insurance cost is $10. Mm. Well, you know what? I think we then can't afford to actually use Patreon funds to give it out as candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, just literally, Abbott's just, like, totally ignoring, like, everything that exists to already help people, like, get off of drugs. Yeah. And, like, overcome addiction. And, like, I mean, I... To, yeah. You know, programs that exist to distribute Narcan because opiate addiction is a massive problem in the 21st century because opiates are really, apparently really fucking easy to... to create and they're so important because they're literally like the opiates well yeah and uh uh opiates and dextromethorphan Mm -hmm. are the only two substances that are actually cough suppressants yeah nothing else is actually a cough suppressant no it's sort of that is marked as a cough suppressant is not actually a cough suppressant those are the only two substances that suppress coughs and and opiates are also like the only like high power painkiller that exists right oh when i um and so you can't you can't outlaw like lsd right well when i like uh when i broke my ankle a few years ago um they 
uh, you know, I was at the ER and they were like, oh, so we can give you, um, we can give you an oxy uh, for this. Cause it was, I was in a lot of pain. It was really uh-huh. bad. I had a, I had a tear, I had a stage three tear of my, my tendon. And apparently there's only four stages that at least that's what the doctor told me. <laughs> yeah. um, so pretty bad. Um, but I was like, oh, um, I, I don't think I've, I could take that. I'm bipolar. And they're like, oh, yeah, nope. Uh, we'll go ahead and give you some Tylenol. Tylenol did not work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. Well, good thing you told them. <laughs> right. Because I don't know if I'd be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I probably would be. I I don't. I I I probably would be okay. But still, um, you'd be fine. I I probably like that. That night probably wouldn't have been as painful. Although I did afterwards go get um, uh. Oh my god, what's that um, what's that like Polynesian uh, Polynesian sauce? No, it's um, uh, it's uh, it's like a Filipino. No, it's a Polynesian drink. Um that uh is like a it's it's not a narcotic but it's um oh kava that's what it is kava i there's a lot of kava bars where i was at i was in san diego there's a lot of kava bars because there's a lot of polynesian folks there um and so i went afterwards i went to go get kava which is as a as a mild uh pain suppressant so that worked out pretty well nice i think doing some uh it's like 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 give like dosing yourself with some fucking uh uh, oh god, it's another K one. Um, they do the powder. Ketamine? <laughs> no. Um, Does ketamine come I in a powder form? It is. Can you? Yeah, ketamine. Oh yeah, duh, because it's like a pill. Crystals. Yeah, it's a pill. Um, yeah. I don't. Know. I, either way, I think yeah. I think you'd. Uh, well, either either way, mm-hmm. no matter you know all these pills mm-hmm. um, have it's revealing a new public information campaign called "One Pill Kills." Uh-huh, which... To inform communities about the devastating effects of fentanyl, <clears throat> because that's definitely what we need to do. The excuse, like with the drug war on drugs, is like people know what they're doing. They just they want to hurt themselves. And now it's like, well, clearly they don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And all these cops are just <laughs> dropping left and right from opiate overdoses because they are running into the fentanyl clouds that are racing across the deserts. I don't know. (laughs) Just, just rolling through East Texas or through West Texas. uh, All the desert areas just, it's, it's, it's suspended in the dust. (laughs) When all these towns, like when all their, when all their like groundwater runs out Mm -hmm. and they all just dry up and die, it's going to be like, Oh no, it's the fentanyl. It's in the, Mm -hmm. it's in the desert. Yeah. It's, It's in the air. And that's just going to be their fucking excuse for this bullshit. It's going to be revealed that that one, um, that one Prada store that's an art installation in Marfa is actually just solid fentanyl, and it's going to come crumbling oh my down. God, <laughs> it's like asbestos in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, if you'd like to get your free fentanyl <laughs> or your Halloween fentanyl slash LSD candies, uh-huh. be sure to email. Email us at psychicdolphingarage <laughs> at gmail.com or call us at 512-402-2089. That was all a joke, by the way. We're not actually giving away fentanyl. <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're not actually giving away any samples of our no. jokes, thanks. I just have a bunch of weed gummy. If you want a weed gummy, you got to come to my house to get it. But um, I'll share I'll share some of my... Yeah, in California. Yeah, I'll share some of my weed gummies. I got a lot of them. They're like... They're like two years old and they're really yep. hard now because they've been sitting in my fridge, but they're still good. They still work. 
<laughs> I have CBD gummies because yeah, but that doesn't do anything. <laughs> I also, I also have Delta That eight. does worse things. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, pl- please remember to rate our uh, show five stars on iTunes and Spotify next time yeah. you get on there. Uh, remember to check out our Patreon episodes. You can find me on Twitter at Shinobi1Kenobi. You should follow the show account um, where we post unhinged things. Like, all of us just post random unhinged things. So, um mm-hmm. Uh, and then you should follow Dennis. Uh huh. At Dennis T. Ricardo. Um, I'm also uh, I'm gonna start uh, doing um, some more content creation. I've been on and off um, YouTube and um, and TikTok ever since I stopped being a host, a regular host, um, which has uh, been terrible for my uh, my brain because everyone on TikTok is a dumb baby who believes everything that you say. Um, <laughs> but well, that should be that should build you up, should right? Because everyone just believes everything you say, right? I know, but like unless it's me, they don't believe me because <laughs> I I'm I will usually say, how could you fall for this? This is fake, and then they they're like, no, it's real, and you're you're just you know you're just a a, a nobody, and I'm like uh huh. Uh, so, but I, I am plan on doing some more writing um, it, that'll be available on my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Dennis Ricardo. Um, and what's the, what's your TikTok handle? It's just, it's Dennis T. Ricardo, the same as my, my Twitter. So that should be easy enough. Um, Sweet. And uh, oh, also uh, before, maybe like before the end of the year or uh, at the beginning of next year, uh, I will be resurrecting a Dogma podcast about cults. I've just been taking my time doing the writing and the researching for that because it's a lot hell yeah well-researched mm-hmm. content that is not reactionary uh or dumb right i i i try not Definitely. to do like a a i i'm trying to come and educate people about uh um cults from a non-true crime perspective um <laughs> because uh <laughs> the the cops fumble all the way um, when they are trying to uh, get rid of cults, they they completely fuck up. Um, you love to see it happen. It. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it for us, folks. We will see y'all next week's cult meeting. Bye. Bye. Have a little by morning. Up. Oh.